Welcome back to another episode of the Jacob Johnston Show. Yes, we got so many things that are breaking, and probably because we've gotten around the tech censorship, thanks to great platforms out there like Parler and MeWe. I went ahead and I joined MeWe to see how good of an alternative to Facebook is. And I got to tell you, I am extremely happy with it. No marketing, no telling anybody that I was moving over there or starting a page over there. Just organic growth. 24 hours just through organic growth. Already over 40 people there. Now, I know, I know that seems pretty low. But you got to remember, I haven't posted anything about starting a page. That was just organic in a 24-hour period. Now, can you imagine that going forward in time? Hey, that's great. Same thing with Parler. Parler is just growing. I had start, I had started an account over there a while ago, you know, posted one or two things, didn't really do much with it. Now I'm getting active and the audience is booming there. The, it's the same thing that had happened, you know, when it came to Fox News. People asked, how did Fox News become such a ratings giant? And their answer was, well, we discovered this untapped market called the other 50%. And, you know, now that they have forgotten about that and now trying to play into the whole left wing, you know, because I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Well, now because they abandoned uh, the 50%, they're seeing real challenges by outlets like Newsmax and to a large extent, OAN, One American News Network. And there's a lot of other places that are trying to play for the conservative market. Hey, you know what? More power to you. You know, but it's because Fox News abandoned the 50% that people are going elsewhere and Fox News for the first time is seeing some real challenge as they are tanking in the rating. Well, we are seeing the same thing on social media. People got fed up with all the censorship. We got fed up with Facebook and Twitter and YouTube going off on there, placating to the radical left, censoring everybody they could just to cater to the whiny bitches. And so, I, conservatives have gone out there and decided, okay, we'll create our own social media company. Alternative to Twitter, Parler. Alternative to Facebook, MeWe. Alternative to YouTube, Rumble. Great platforms, all experiencing growth. So that is great. Now, let's go ahead and start digging into the news because I've been going off here and I've been looking at everything all day, every day, trying to keep up with this. Even if the stuff doesn't end up uh, panning out, the way we think it is, the way, with the information that we have, it is still more entertaining than anything Hollywood comes up with. So earlier, there was uh, breaking news that Wayne County over there in Michigan had gotten themselves into a deadlock. They couldn't certify the vote. And they decided, that, well, then we're just not going to certify it. And this was held up as a victory for conservatives. But then the Republican legislature came out and they said, no, no, no. If you think this is going to work, that's not going to work. We're still going to do our electoral votes for Joe Biden. Now, what the hell are they thinking? What the hell are they thinking? You know, we got massive evidence of voter fraud and they're just sticking their head in the sand going, no, we don't want to know about voter fraud. Why? Because they're more concerned about looking incompetent in their positions than they are about the fact that the Democrats are engaging in massive fraud that's just going to unseat them anyways. I guess some of them think that they'll just switch over and become Democrats and that will save them. So we had all that drama unfold. Well, now there is more of an update here. And I had just noticed this update as I was getting ready to hit the record button. And that is the Wayne County canvassers decide that, you know what, we're going to reverse our decision because 
A lot of people were calling them, all angry that they wouldn't certify. So they decided, hey, you know what? All this election fraud, you know what? We're just going to turn a blind eye to it, and we're going to go ahead and certify it. So uh, the Detroit News, the Wayne County Board of Canvassers, abruptly changed course Tuesday night and certified the results of the November 3rd election after initially deadlocking 2-2 to along party lines, which could have delayed the state process of validating pivotal votes. Processing pivotal votes? You mean fraudulent votes, don't you? I mean, this is just one of those things where it's just like, come on, how many times do we have to find ourselves in a situation where the left has gotten caught red-handed, knee-deep in a major massive scandal, the media doesn't want to hear anything about it. They just want to go, no, 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 they're Democrats. They, they're not subject to the same laws as everybody else. And then the Republicans just roll over, play dead, and just end up turning a blind eye to all the corruption and then wonder why it is that the Democrats keep getting more and more corrupt. Now, of course, Trump's attorney points out that these people are complete morons, right? Because she's going off and she's promising that she's going to be releasing the Kraken, that they got massive evidence. Now, I get it. It's frustrating for us because we want to see the evidence. But at the same time, we understand that this is going to be in the court. You don't want to release the evidence too early and, you know, at least not your best evidence to the public too early because then that gives the criminals the ability to try and come up with a cover story try to figure out how to cover their tracks before you get the protective order in place to prevent them from doing that. So what are some more of the evidence that we have found of mass election fraud that has taken place in, let's say, the state of Michigan? Well, let's go ahead and listen to this. The state of Michigan may have more registered voters in the 2020 election than its voting age population. That's as an analysis shows more than 10,000 deceased people have cast ballots in the state. The state of Michigan is showing an incredibly high voter registration rate. That's according to calculations based on census and state voting data. The state's population is about 9.9 million as of July last year. An estimation of its 2020 population by a world population reveal is just over 10 million. Since this data shows that the state has just under 80% of its population over the age of 18. Unless the state's age group changed dramatically in less than a year, its voting age population should be around 7.8 million. But according to the state's Voter Information Center, there are over 8.1 million registered voters in the 2020 election. That makes the state's voter registration rate over 100%, indicating that there are about 240,000 more registered voters than the state's voting population. Research by government watchdog Judicial Watch alleges that 353 U.S. counties in 29 states have their voter registration rates exceeding 100%. That's about 1.8 million more registered voters than eligible voting citizens. So let me get this straight. You have more votes than you have voters. And you're still saying, we don't see any evidence of any fraud going on here. I mean, conservatives are ripping their hair out over how goddamn useless these Republicans are in office. What the hell is the point of voting for these people? What the hell is the point of voting for the Republican Party, for Republicans? When all they do is just roll over, play dead, and let the Democrats run around lawlessly. Every goddamn time, whether it's the IRS scandal 
all the way up to them targeting President Trump's campaign, spying on him, trying to sabotage him, trying to overthrow him. These Republicans, they are completely and totally useless. They don't actually stand up for the rule of law. They don't stand up for the Constitution. They don't stand up for democracy. They're just rolling over and playing dead. Why? Because the Democrats have them all in fear. They raised up paramilitary terrorist organizations, such as Antifa. Oh, yes, we're going to get more to Antifa later. And their possible role here in this election fraud. And they're afraid of Black Lives Matter. They're afraid that if they stand up to corruption, enforce the rule of law, and safeguard democracy from this complete and total sham, that these paramilitary groups of the left are going to come rolling through and setting fire to their cities, burning businesses down, robbing, looting, engaging in all the terrorist activities that they have done in all the other left-wing cities, and knowing that their Democrat governor, a completely useless waste of, of space, is just going to let them. And so now they are bending to terrorists and the demands of terrorists, no matter how much evidence of fraud comes out. It is utterly amazing. You know, I'm sick and tired of this. You know, so much of this, trying to go through and uncover all the scandals, all the corruption, thinking, yes, finally, some Democrats are going to finally, finally serve some jail time for all their corrupt deeds, only for them to get away with it and get rewarded for it every single time. It is frustrating. Now, you think the fact that there are more voters are more votes than voters? You know, you, you think that's all we got? No, we got more coming out here from data analysts. So let's go ahead and take a look at what else we have found out. Fluctuations in the voting numbers reported on election night can indicate otherwise. According to a Twitter post from a data scientist, Michigan counted almost 150,000 votes within five seconds, and less than 6,000 of them were for Trump. And Virginia's vote count was reduced by over 100,000 votes in the early hours of the morning. The data scientist also told us she found Wisconsin had an average count of 325 votes per second, while Washington hit a peak of over 130,000 vote counts per second. Okay, so now you got more votes being counted per second than you have voting machines in the state. I, wait. That isn't suspicious to you? That doesn't raise any alarms? And that same data scientist also took a look at how many times votes were being removed from Donald Trump and being switched over to Biden. If you went through and took a look at all of the data analysis on that. Oh, but no, that's not conclusive enough to warrant an investigation. Of course, the Democrats have a great idea. Well, let's just wait until after Inauguration Day, and then we promise we'll go through and we'll start investigating all of these little anomalies. Goddamn amazing, isn't it? And then, of course, you find out in California, you got a person charged with election fraud for registering over 8,000 homeless people and then apparently trying to vote in their name. And wow. But no election, no, no election fraud that we can think of. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, you know, we can't think of any reason why anybody would be suspicious of election fraud. And then, of course, you got Georgia. Georgia. So they did their fake recount, you know, where they were just pretending like they were doing a recount. And it's really kind of amazing because during the recount, they found 
three, at least three batches of uncounted votes, mostly for Trump. You know, and these were thousands of votes that were mostly for Trump that they had found. Oh, but then, you know, their initial operation was squeaky clean, I'm sure. And of course, the Georgia Secretary of State still hasn't figured out that Project Veritas had an undercover reporter in there pointing out that they weren't even verifying who the votes were for. Someone would just call out a name, you know, they would look at it. The vote was for Trump. They'd call Biden and they just put it in Biden's pile. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he still hasn't figured that out. And of course, he's going around and now he's making bizarre claims that just do not make any type of sense. But of course, he tried covering his butt by saying, oh, you know what? The Republicans, they're trying to get me to get out legal votes, legal votes. You know, all of this is going to come crashing down. I have a feeling that, you know, part of what Trump's doing is getting the uh, rhinos, the corrupt Republicans who are on the take and getting them, you know, on the record as far as being corrupt, you know, letting them kind of expose themselves as part of their investigation, which the investigation continues to expand. Amazing. You know, but the from Red State, Georgia Republican uh, Secretary of State Brad uh, Raffensperger um, is in a hot seat, mostly profile, but let me just get to a point here. And this is really interesting because it's bizarre. He, uh, there's, a, there's a video here. And in this video, he says there was 20, 24,000 GOP you know, Republicans who voted absentee in the primary and did not vote in the general, says Donald Trump cost himself the election by sowing distrust in absentee ballots. He would have won by 10,000 votes. He actually suppressed, depressed his own voting base. That is their takeaway from that. However, people have come out and said, this makes absolutely zero sense when you think about it. So let me get this theory correct here. You had people who were so motivated for Trump that came out in a primary for a sitting president running unopposed still came out in mass numbers to vote for him, but then just decided in the general, nah, you know, we're not going to come out and vote. You know, we're not going to do absentee. We're not going to do in-person voting. We're not going to do any of that. And this is stated out in the article. Are we supposed to believe that 24,000 faithful Republicans who voted via absentee ballot in the primary took Trump's lectures to heart about the potential for fraud with mail-in ballots so much so that they decided not to vote altogether, which they would have had to know would hurt Trump's chances to defeat Biden. And the writer of this article is pointing out that I'm calling BS on that big time. All right. So that is one of the dumbest and most ridiculous claims that I have ever heard that these hardcore Trump supporters who voted in the primary to help support a president running unopposed would then say, I'm not voting altogether because of the potential of mail-in fraud. And so I'm not even going to put any effort into stopping the left. Yeah, there is something rotten here. Very rotten. Rotten to the goddamn core. (sighs) And then, of course, we're finding out more and more information. So Dominion has confirmed Clinton Foundation donations. Pelosi and Pelosi staffer. So they've confirmed the connections 
to the Clinton Foundation and to the fact that it was Pelosi's former chief of staff that lobbied to get them into all of these places. And by the way, when we talk about Dominion and Smartmatic, we're not just talking specifically about these voting machines because their software is actually the basis for a lot of voting machines. And these two companies have been accused of election fraud by other countries as well. And all the Democrats, you know, well, not all of them, but a good chunk of them were writing letters warning about the dangers of these machines, which now, of course, they conveniently forget. (sighs) Now, the left is also freaking out. Why? Why is the left also freaking out over some things that Trump is doing while he is still president? Well, remember that person that came out and said, we at the Department of Homeland Security have found absolutely no basis for claims of election fraud. Remember that? And all the media is using that as a basis for saying there is no nothing here to look at. Absolutely nothing. Well, Trump fires him. You know, the CISA director, Christopher Krebs, you know, who recently, you know, rebuted President Trump's claims of mass election fraud has just been fired. Well, of course he has. He's a deep stater. Of course he has. Now, in case you're going, well, you know, they're not releasing all the evidence right now. And this person is pretty high up. You know, how do we know he's a deep stater? How do we know that, you know, maybe, just maybe, all this talk about election fraud, maybe that's just overblown. You know, maybe we're just so upset at the left that we are looking for monsters all over the place. Well, here's a funny little tidbit here. So if it wasn't enough that all of our voting machines and software is made by foreign countries, and all of the data regarding the election is handled by foreign countries, well, wouldn't you know it that they also sit on the CISA and that they helped write that letter claiming they didn't have any indication of election fraud? That's right. Town Hall is reporting here. The Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity, and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, issued a statement last week defending the integrity of the 2020 election against the accusations of mass election fraud by Dominion and Smartmatic. Uh, The problem, however, is two of the main election software companies that have been called into question, Dominion Voting System and Smartmatic, sit on CISA, and that information was never disclosed. Okay, so let me get this straight. We got companies who have been accused of election fraud by multiple countries now. They're all foreign countries, you know, that, you know, foreign businesses. And not only do they handle everything regarding our election and data of our election and are the ones solely reporting what the results are of the election, but they also sit on the CISA to determine the security of the election. So basically, What we got here from the DHS is basically these companies being asked, did you commit a crime? And them going, no, we don't think we committed a crime. In fact, this was the most secure election ever. So they're not only in charge of running the entire election, but they're in charge of the oversight of how they run the election. How the hell did that happen? What kind of morons are running the country to let that happen? What kind of, I mean, We got corruption up the goddamn wazoo. Even if this election were squeaky clean, 
This is a dumb idea. This is horrible. This is stupid. People should be fired for such incompetence. Putting people in, in government and giving them the power of government to basically give oversight over themselves. You know, if anything else, I mean, this election year, you know, as screwed up as it is, is really teaching us a big lesson about our elections that was previously left unaware, uh, you know, that we were just uninformed of because we just weren't paying attention. And now that we're paying attention, my God, how the hell did this shit get screwed up so bad? And that's not even the worst part. That's, you know, things just keep getting worse. The more we dig in to who's running our elections and how they are conducting themselves, the worse and worse it gets. It's unbelievable. And if they get away with this, there's no more elections. There's no point. Every election will be rigged just like it is in Venezuela, just like it is in every other democracy that has fallen and becoming a socialist shithole. That's what's on the state line here. That's what's at stake here. You know, and yes, my mind is working a little bit faster than my mouth uh, can keep up with. And so I keep kind of tripping over myself a little bit. But just in case you thought it couldn't get any worse, out comes this gem from One American News Network, OAN. Joe, you infiltrated an Antifa conference call this past September and accidentally came upon a top Dominion voting systems executive named Eric Coomer. Describe that call and what it led you to find. It was interesting how the, how the call started. Somebody says, who's Eric? He says, Eric's Dominion guy. Someone actually said, you know, hey, go ahead. I told him to continue speaking. Um, and someone interrupts and says, uh, what are we going to do if effing Trump wins? And Eric responds, and I'm paraphrasing this, by the way, um, don't worry about the election. Trump is not going to win. I made effing sure of that. And then they started laughing and somebody says effing right. At that point, I thought to myself, you know, this guy's crazy. These people are crazy because they think that they are, you know, Jedi warriors and they can just will themselves to Trump not winning. Um, and But I did do research on Eric. And so I just put it a simple Google search to start, which was Eric Dominion, uh, Denver, Colorado. And Eric Coomer came up immediately under Dominion voting systems. And when I got access to his Facebook, you get that sinking feeling like what, like what, this is, this is crazy. Here, here's a director of security and excuse me, of strategy and security at Dominion. Um, and when I got into his Facebook page, uh, that's when things really started to kind of come together for me that, you know, that Eric Coomer was this, you know, that he, he was not just Antifa, he was, um, he was responsible for putting his finger on the, the uh, scales of our, our election. So that's interesting. So now not only is it all foreign companies, and yes, they do have some operations inside of the United States. It's kind of how international businesses work, just like we have American companies that have you know, biz, you know, physical business locations in other countries. So these foreign companies not only build the voting machines, control all the software for the voting machine, controls all the data for what the election results are, not only are they in charge in the government of doing oversight over themselves, but now they are Antifa supporters and having meetings with Antifa and bragging about how they're making sure that President Trump does not win re-election. But of course, there's no evidence of you know any fraud, anything, no, nothing suspicious going on here. 
according to the goddamn rhinos in the Republican Party. Oh, man, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, I, I... And this is someone who wasn't trying to investigate election fraud. This is somebody who, before the election took place, was just trying to infiltrate and, you know, into Antifa. I mean, you kind of get this sick feeling that the Democrats have sold this country out so completely that they have completely sold off our democracy. Now, with an interesting, you know, things that are going on at Fox News. You know, because there does seem to be a little bit of a split between Fox News Channel and Fox Business. And and let's face it, Fox News is having a complete and total identity crisis. They got some hosts that want to hang on to the conservative base because they probably see that Fox News is a sinking ship anyways. And if they get fired, no big deal. They'll just go over to Newsmax, which is already starting to take over and climb in the ratings massively. And them switching over. I mean, if you had Tucker Carlson switch over to Newsmax, you know, if he got fired from Fox News, oh boy, Newsmax would just shoot through the roof. Same thing if Hannity did. So, and then of course, Laura Ingram would follow up with that as well. And then Newsmax is wins, right? They become the new mega hit of the news channels, you know, once and for all, completely solidified. You know, but anyways, over there, uh, Lou Dobbs, on the Fox Business Channel is saying that he has reliable sources that the FBI is investigating the 2020 election. Oh boy, that makes me feel better now, doesn't it? I have so much confidence in the impartiality of the FBI to engage in a fact-based investigation that and that they won't drag it out until Inauguration Day and then have it suddenly get buried and go away. I have so much faith in this FBI. And as you could tell by the sarcasm, you could tell that I have absolutely zero confidence in the FBI. The FBI, why should we trust anything the FBI does? They were the ones that were illegally spying on the Trump campaign. Now, yes, they got rid of Comey and McCabe, and you know, but Christopher Wray doesn't seem to be much better. He is a complete useless FBI uh, director. He has undermined Trump repeatedly and seems more intent on trying to, you know, protect the, the, you know, the perception of prestige of the FBI rather than ridding it of the corruption that undermined the credibility of the FBI to begin with. And so, yes, the FBI is looking into it. Big whoop. I almost feel less confident, you know, because that is another part of the swamp that Trump is going to have to deal with. I would assume that Trump should tell the FBI to stand down and instead have the CIA investigate this. No, 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 not the CIA. Sorry. The Secret Service. The Secret Service has jurisdiction. The Secret Service should be the ones investigating this. And I say that because as far as I know, the Secret Service hasn't been involved in any political scandals. Now, now they may have witnessed a lot of political scandals as part of their job, and they just can't say anything. You know, that kind of goes with the territory. You know, you got to protect the president and all these meetings with so forth and whatnot, you know, but you can't really divulge anything that you, you know, learn from those meetings. So they're kind of in a tough spot, but they have jurisdiction. This is something where I think the Secret Service should do the investigating. And look, I know we're all scrambling right now. We are. 
We're all scrambling, as we have seen, news sources that were once reliable cave and capitulate to the left. And now we're out there trying to figure out, well, there are other people that are doing really good stuff, but they've had smaller audiences. And so, you know, as Rush Limbaugh had stated, hey, you know, just because information is coming out of sources now that you haven't previously heard of, don't dismiss it. Don't just, you know, dismiss it and go away. Start looking at these other places, because if all of these big conglomerates, these big boys that we have propped it up for a very long time are going to stab us in the back, then then go ahead, let them go. And now let's start trying to figure out where other people are writing who are doing good job, but don't have the audience, right? Don't have the audience size. And let, let's lift up new conservative voices that go through and have them replace the voices that have that were once high up on a pedestal that have gone around and completely failed us. But luckily, this story comes from an outlet that I do have a lot of trust in, and I have heard of, and is a major player. And this one is from Just the News, John Solomon's operation. Okay, headline, an updated software that gave Biden thousands of Michigan votes used in 28 other states. Say what? Here we go, Michigan. And yet you're trying to pressure them to certify the votes and give Biden a stolen election. So election software that awarded thousands of votes. And you know what? With John Solomon, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a direct line to Trump, his lawyers, and has been able to take a look at some of the evidence. But okay, election software that awarded thousands of votes to Joe Biden in Michigan after a staff worker failed to update it used in a more are used in a majority of US states including statewide in Georgia where it has reportedly been implicated in several voting related quote glitches there the Michigan Secretary of State confirmed on Friday that a mistake in Antrim County Michigan in which Joe Biden was incorrectly awarded thousands of votes thousands that led him to be declared the county winner, was caused by an error which the county clerk did not update the software used to collect voting machine data and reported unofficial results. The software was administered by the company Dominion Voting Systems. Go figure. Okay, okay, so we got glitches all over the place if you want to call them glitches, fine. You don't want to agree that it's election fraud, that it's deliberate. Then how about this? Complete and total incompetence. Because that's what it takes to get all of these errors and all of these irregularities. Is complete and total incompetence where no one had a goddamn idea what the hell they were doing or how to use any of the systems. And you're going to certify votes without doing an investigation after we keep finding time and time again Votes that they forgot to count because they didn't collect the USB drive. Votes that were switched from Trump to Biden. Votes that just appear out of nowhere. And we catch them. And in some cases, we were able to get someone honest in there who proved it and corrected it. But no, 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 no. We we don't want to actually look into this because, again, they are more concerned about covering their own ass than saving democracy. Which leads us to believe uh, that based off of what uh, Trump's lawyer, Sidney Powell, says, that some governors may be having taken some bribes here. 
you know, they don't want any look into these systems. And then because it would implicate some of these governors, may implicate some Republican legislatures that were very crucial, you know, in getting these through maybe. And so they see all this fraud, all this evidence, and they're going, no, 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 we're just going to ignore it, pretend it didn't happen. The media will back us up. Everything will be good. And then after the heat dies down, we're going to change a few things around here under the radar. You know, that may be what they're thinking here. We're going to let the Democrats get away with stealing this one, but we're going to safeguard our own seats for future elections. (sighs) Now, beyond Michigan, Dominion voting system is also used in a majority of U.S. states, with the company boasting on its website of having customers in 28 states, including nine of the top 20 counties and four of the top 10 counties throughout the country. This just keeps getting depressing. You know, and yet, it, no matter what we find, it keeps getting dismissed as, oh, that's not evidence of widespread fraud. Oh, don't be engaging in baseless conspiracy theories. How dare you say that we were incompetent, that we dropped the ball, you know, that the Democrats pulled off a massive fraud operation under our nose without us looking. No, that didn't happen. No, we can't ever admit to that. Because then someone might run against us in the primaries and we could lose our seats. But you know what? There is some hope, though. There is some hope. Sidney Powell, she keeps releasing some really big bombs that people are missing because she has this kind of demeanor about her where everything, you know, nothing's shocking, nothing's outraged. It's just a blank expression as she's talking and it's all in one tone, one, you know, she only has the one tone in expression, you know, so she goes off and she makes these major revelations and people miss it because she's just going at it as nonchalantly. So take a listen to this. All right. And then if you miss it, let me break it down for you. All right. Here's what she has to say. Right. Right. And it's, it started, it only came out because, uh, I think a county clerk uh, happened to notice that 6,000 Trump votes had been transferred to Joe Biden, I believe, in Michigan. Uh, Presumably uh, less alert. Yeah. It also came out because some of my math experts, uh, who I know very well, immediately identified the algorithm that was being run to change the vote. Right. That any number of batches of votes were changed by the machine, which it by its own manual tells people it can do that. It was changed to run 67 percent for Biden and votes were injected in that number by the hundreds of thousands multiple times. The exact same number and ratio were injected like three times in Wisconsin and twice in Michigan or vice versa, a, a couple of 20 minutes apart or something. Did you catch that? No, no, no. Seriously. Did you catch that? Because if you did not catch that, go back, rewind, rewind. (laughs) There's an outdated term. We need to find a more updated term. But anyways, rewind and listen to that again. Did you catch what she said? The big major reveal. They've identified the algorithm. Now, there are rumors going around that one of the whistleblowers that has come forward disgusted and outraged by what they had seen with the stolen election was an insider from within Dominion or Smartmatic, and she has a copy of the software they use. 
a copy of the software used to rig the elections through the voting machine. And they were able to go through the data analysis of the election results, as far as at least what was publicly available, and they were able to identify that algorithm. Well, you can only identify the algorithm if you know what the algorithm is. Please tell me I'm not the only one who caught that. Please tell me that you all caught that immediately the moment she made those statements. I mean, when she says she has the smoking gun, that the only thing the Democrats have won is prison time, including Joe Biden, and that here pretty soon she's getting ready to release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. You know what? Now that I think about it, that's a good idea for a shirt. You know, a picture of Sidney Powell. Release the Kraken. Hashtag stop the steal. That might be a good shirt idea for me to go through and finally get that web store up and running. Yes, I have other podcasts and I have web stores for merchandise for those podcasts as well. All right, but that would be a good starter for a political merchandise store. Sidney Powell, release the Kraken. Wow. You know, uh, I mean, it might be a little premature to create that shirt because, you know, you never know, might just be boasting. Might just be trying to put out the pressure there in order to see if a Democrat cracks. Heck, for all we know, maybe somebody inside uh, the inner circle here involved in the election rigging within the Democrat uh, party itself saw the writing on the wall, decided to save their own necks, and rushed and got a plea deal, and other Democrats don't know about that. That might be the next big reveal, is that somebody within... You know, Joe Biden's circle, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, somebody close to them decided to save their own neck. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. I'm just speculating on the whole, maybe somebody has come forward and to save their own neck. But as far as it goes, I think it's safe to assume that based off of her own statement there, she and one of her whistleblowers has a copy of the software code used to rig the election. And by going through the data analysis of the election results, they've been able to identify when and where that code was implemented in order to rig the election. Oh my God. Because if that is true, if what she is saying is you know that very thing, the Kraken will be released and stuff is really about to hit the fan, is really about to hit that wall and hit it quick. It is going to be a blitz. You know, let the Democrats and let President, you know, or let Joe Biden, you know, uh, go through and let them have their little 15 minutes of fame, believing they got away with it and that there's nothing to worry about. Let them have their little celebration. Let Joe Biden, you know, whose mental health is failing anyways, who half the time doesn't know where he is, Let him indulge in this delusion just for a little bit before stripping it all away and having him spend the rest of his life in jail for election fraud. And, you know, the fact that China does have a hand in this machine and China really hates Donald Trump for holding them accountable to stuff and really wants Joe Biden in order to be able to once again take advantage of the United States. Wow. You know, we can really go through and make some assumptions there. So. Right now, we are still just in the waiting pattern, right? We're just waiting. You know, when is this all going to go through? 
All right, when are they going to finally bring in the big court case? Well, you know, they're going to wait until the very last moment in order to file that lawsuit and to release their evidence. All right, they're going to wait because, well, information just keeps coming in uh, through a fire hose. So they're going to wait for the very last moment that they can because they want to make sure they have the strongest and most overwhelming evidence that they can collect. All right, let's hope this is more than just boasting. And with it being Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood, these are very serious lawyers. So, you know, they're not going to stake their career making bombastic claims that they won't be able to uh, prove, you know, and they're not going to turn them, themselves into laughingstock. All right. So what is the very last moment for them to file their lawsuit with all the evidence that they have collected? I don't know. I'm guessing before all the certifications are done. But then again, I guess the certifications won't really matter because if they take it to court, you know, before the electoral college, if they take it to court and all the evidence is laid out and it is proven conclusively that the election was stolen through fraud, I'm sure the state legislatures are going to come back and go, you know, that certification that we did, probably not, probably not going to happen. All right. We're changing our mind on that. Sorry, electors, we're recalling you. We're sending Republicans, right? That could be the result, but I don't know. If the, certif if the results are certified, I'm assuming they can be overturned if massive evidence of fraud has been discovered. One could only assume. But yeah, so whether that's in the next week or if that's going to be you know, sometime in December, just before the Electoral College. Now, they need to make sure that they file in enough time to be able to get everything through the courts, show all the evidence and all of that before the electoral college meets. So they're up against the clock, right? The clock still has, a, I, I would assume, a week, maybe two weeks, and then they come in, they strike, and they strike hard, right? Because she's talking about criminal prosecution are going to result from this, and that she's talking about Democrats will be finally arrested for their criminal activities. That better be more than just blowing smoke up our butts. Because a lot of us are taking a look at this, going through all of this, and the dots are connected. The dots are all connecting here. We can see all the massive corruption, but we don't have that smoking gun yet that Sidney Powell is claiming to have. All right. So that's it uh, for this particular episode. I'd like to thank you for listening, and especially if you've listened all the way to this point. Leave me a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to this, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, um, Stitcher, iHeart, all of those other platforms. Right? Wherever you listen to this, leave me a rating and review so other people can find it. Please share this on your social channels. I guess if you're still on Facebook, you know, under your personal profile, go ahead and share it there, you know, with your friends and family. If you're if the if my show isn't and the links to my show isn't banned on Twitter. Uh, and that's all you got for an account, go ahead, share it there. Especially share it on MeWe and Parlor with all of your friends there and everybody you're connected to there. All right, share it there. Let's grow this. The best way to fund the conservative movement is to try and lift up as many conservative voices as we can. And yes, it's great that we have the Dan Bonginos and the Ben Shapiros and all of that, but them alone is not enough, right? We need to raise up as much conservative voices as we can, find as much conservative podcasts, subscribe, download, 
grow up as many conservative voices and really get the conservative movement funded through sponsorships and advertisement. The more you download, uh, you know, smaller conservative channels, you know, and podcasts, the more we can raise up more voices to flood the internet with, and the more money we have in the conservative movement to fight back against the liberal insanity. And the easier it will be to pull off my plan on how to overthrow or how to take out the Democrat Party politically once and for all. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will be back again soon.